the art of conversation going. It's okay to think differently. It's okay to ask questions and it's okay to say no. I mean, these are all things that like, you know, e even 20 years ago, most people didn't have to be told that. But today, I think people are, a lot of people are scared to say no. They're scared to... Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original Uncloseted Conservative. Guys, as always, we are big on content, short on time, so we're going to jump right in with our guest. We've got the one and only John Gusty. You can check out... I said Gusty. John Gusty. You can check out his website uh, right here. It's on the screen, and of course, it's in the show notes. Guys, it's the Red Pill Revolution. Let's bring him up. John, how are you, my friend? Oh, Joe, man, great to be here. Thank you for having me. And yeah, the hard U on my last name just makes it sound even more Italian. So that's all. <laughs> I don't even know why I, I literally asked you how to say it. And as soon as I said it, I was like, yeah, oh, that's not right. Um, but hey, you know, uh, now that we're not doing live shows anymore, I leave my screw ups in just for you viewers to so just let you know, this is how we keep it authentic here at the Jim Mobley Show. <laughs> I I uh I called myself something the other uh the other day. Uh it's funny because people always if you ever like get my number and like text me, or if you text Joe Mobley to someone, your phone's gonna autocorrect it to monkey. And I tell people, I'm like, guys, it's okay. My phone does it too. I'll send someone. I'm like, oh hey, Joe Monkey here. We met at the whatever, love to connect. Uh so it could be worse. It could be worse than Christy. Yeah. <laughs> autocorrect is like a blessing and a curse all right so john tell us about yourself man i've been on your website i, I love what you guys are putting out um so tell the people who you are and what you do all right well i um my my story kind of comes with as a result of two very different paths um intersecting i have lifetime uh lifetime in the in the music business uh from the age of you know, I think 11 or 12, when I first picked up a guitar, um, I wanted to work in record stores and play in bands. And, uh, and that's exactly what I did. And I, I did it all through adulthood. And um, after, uh, oh, you know, the, the, the latter part of the young adult years, when uh, stuff starts getting real and wife and kids come into the picture, um, I just took it to a, a whole other level and stopped uh, trying to be be a rock star and started working directly for them. I have worked, I think I've done pretty much every position you can do in the music industry. Uh, but but later in life, I was working, uh, with helped start a couple of record labels and started working directly for uh, for some some artists in, in, on their, their, their inner circle teams. And um, it was uh, around that time that my wife, Dawn, of 20 years, she when 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 we met, um, I knew um, she was very open with it. Um, she, that she had been diagnosed. She was walking with a cane, and she had been diagnosed with what she was told was multiple sclerosis. And um, and so our journey together has been such that she hasn't gotten any better. 
She's progressively lost uh, a lot of body functionality. She's been in an electric scooter for 15 years now-ish and hasn't been able to take a step on her own in that time. And my passions just, I'm sure you, you, you can understand, my passions were very focused on trying to get her better. And I had a lifetime of experience in the in the music industry, which I don't think it's a stretch for most people to to, to comprehend that that industry is very um, it's very predatory, um, very scripted. Um, it's just yeah, it's there, there's there's a lot of dark dark tales from the from that uh, from the music industry. And my when I started delving in and interfacing directly with the medical industrial complex to to get questions and answers and research and um, just information out of that industry dealing with doctors and specialists and lots of people with letters after their name I started to see how that industry is just as if not even more scripted and produced and and, and controlled as the entertainment industry is and so um, it was through, I mean, if I, if I had a dollar for every you know doctor that has taken me out into the hall because I'm asking them questions that they can't answer legally, um, at least not on the record. And you know, like I said, I've been out in the hall right, I get many, many times with doctors where they're looking around going, look, I, I, I know what you're saying, but I can't in my professional capacity tell you or, 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 or advise you or, or whatever. Um, and it just... It, it, it's one thing when a when an industry is misleading people for, you know, profit or gain or whatever. But the that particular industry, um, their tactics. I mean, you got people's lives that you're dealing with, and one of them is my wife. And so I just, um, I don't know. It was kind of one of those life moments where you you know you start peeling back the onion and you see you just you you, you see what's underneath. And through that journey, um, my wife's doctor, a gentleman by the name of Jeremy Ayers, he's over in the UK, and he's one of the co-authors uh, of the book with me. And we just um, we just formed a friendship, and we were of the same uh, like mind and um, I, I guess skeptical nature. And uh, we're both uh, content creators, and we're both diggers. We you know we like to dig and research, and 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 really like learn a, a particular topic or subject before, um, you know, being all declarative about it. And, and um, we started writing a book in, a, in the latter part of 2019, um, right around the time event 201 happened. And uh, we were watching that. And yeah, it's still up on YouTube, if memory serves me correctly. And I mean, they, they were there, you had all your world influencers all sitting around a table talking about a, you know, a pandemic scenario. And uh, they even had little plushies. The people that were at that event, they gave out plushies that, you know, look like the little COVID sphere. And, you know, this is pre, this is pre, this is October of 2019. And um, lo and behold, four months later, it rolls out just like they said they were, they did exactly what they said they were, they were going to do. And we we're writing a book as this rolled out. And um, it was, it was interesting. It was an interesting time to be putting together what we what we were originally going to do with the book was just you um, kind of wanted to treat it as like a, a field guide for people who are in various stages of, you know, I, I almost hate this, this term, but waking up 
and um, and and realizing that maybe things aren't exactly as 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 they've been told. Um, it's 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 you know, you, you see you you see we all see it all the time that it's it's a hard um, it's a hard pill to swallow uh, for a lot of people to accept or even entertain the possibility that what they've been told. Um, their entire life sometimes is, is up for discussion or, you know, that's, that, that's a hard one. And so we, we felt like we could put together a field guide, if you will, of reasonable um, topics and, and, and arguments and things to think about that would help someone kind of not feel as though they're crazy or, or alone and, and, and really bring it, just present it in a, in a sane, sensible, non-judgmental way, you know, like, like, like really, really hope that if nothing else, the book does not come off as declarative. We're not saying we're right and we're not doing any of that. We're, we're really just, we're thinkers. Um, I love, I, I love learning. We both, we, we all love learning and, um, and, and that we love the art of conversation. And we just, like I said, we wanted to treat that book as like a field guide for people to, who, who are in various stages of waking up. Uh, and, um, but it was, it was interesting to write it at a time when that, um, was rolling out, you know, I mean, the, the events of 2020 were rolling out and, and, um, it, it, it definitely made it for a better book. And, um, we, we did a lot of live commentary. Uh, we, we have a, sh a show called DNA discussion and analysis. That's, that's, uh, housed over at the red pill revolution.com. And I mean, you can see us in real time as, as these things were, were, were rolling out us talking about it and, and, and not necessarily making predictions because we were just listening to what they had already said that they were going to do. And, and, and so, and not, not like we were prophets or anything. We were just, um, we're almost acting like sportscasters as these events were rolling out and, and, and just listening to what they said that they were going to do and, and, you know, damn if they didn't do it. And, and so it was a very interesting time to, to bring a book uh, to fruition. And then, um, yeah. And so, so it really is a, the whole project has just been an, an observation of what has happened and, and then trying to be uh, a common sense, uh, non-judgmental voice in all of that just mess and, 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 and see if, if, if we can help one person think or not feel as though they're crazy then then the whole writing of the book and and all the content that came after it has been a, has has been for something and that's really that's really uh, so, where we're at so in in that vein you call yourself a devout agorist yes. uh, so talk to us about that um agorism was a term coined by the great samuel conkin um sek3 to to some uh he really was a he was he was just a, a an independent thinker in the mid late 70s and agorism is it's kind of an offshoot of 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 anarchy i mean i would consider myself at the end of the day i'm i am an anarchist uh, very very and and there's two things that would that that anarchists adhere to and that's no masters no slaves you know i do not wake up in the morning wanting to control anybody, uh, nor do I want to be controlled. Um, uh, as <laughs> very different from the way Fox News or CNN portrays anarchists. Uh, it's, it's not about chaos. I've never met an anarchist that behaves the way that cable news um, portrays or uses that term. Um, but um, 
agorism is just the pursuit of a societal structure based on consent. And um, I, a consent is a huge passion topic for me. I, I there's, we're, we're losing, um, we're losing consent as a, as a, as a people daily. And, um, and, and it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a way of life that has served me well. I feel it, it, um, I, I go through life treating people the way that I would want to be treated. And as a, as an agorist, as a, as, as an anarchist, I, if I am asking the world to accept me for who I am, then I have to extend that courtesy to everyone in order to be consistent. And so agorism is, is basically just, uh, just an, an, an anarchist approach to a societal structure based on consent. So you, you said that we're losing, uh, we're, we're losing consent kind of at a breakneck speed. People, people are waking up, uh, you know, I, I hate using that term as well. I don't yeah. mind using the term red pill. I, I do consider myself a bit of a red pill dealer, which is not for me. It's not a political ideological statement, guys, it's a statement about reality and philosophy and what is and what is not. And the reason uh, and I, I want you to talk about this because you're you're more acquainted with it than I am. The deception is so massive that that is put on. It's presented by the government, but in a lot of ways, it's like the Medal of Honor. The Medal of Honor is given to someone, given to a recipient by the president, but on behalf of the United States Congress. And you nail it in your writing. All of this stuff, this massive deception is being done. It's being put on by the government, but really it's on behalf of corporations. That's, <laughs> so, and that's it. So talk I mean, to us about that. Well, I would, you know, I think one of the, one of the things that I hope comes across in the book is we even use the word, you know, we use the word government, um, I would argue we use it incorrectly today in, in, in pop culture because I am I'm 57 years old. I you know graduated high school in '83, so I'm a child of the of the early '80s, and uh, in my lifetime, I've never actually experienced government because and this is a whole other topic. But it, you know, based on you know, people will argue about the exact time, but I mean at least since 1933 there's been no government all of the all of the actual offices the office of you know presidents mayors uh city council all of those offices have all been abandoned there but the office they're still there like the like the the positions are still there they've just been replaced by corporate entities commercial corporate entities and you know i uh you know i live in the state of tennessee but the, the state of Tennessee, the actual ground, you know, the, the actual like area that is Tennessee is 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 very different than the state of Tennessee, Inc., which we refer to as government, you know, and, and it's 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 a corporation. It's got it's got a number. You can go look at the papers when it when that corporation was formed. You know, there there you know you can you can see who's involved, blah, blah. blah. And, and mm -hmm. the states are sub corporations of the District of Columbia. So the whole oh, that's the whole yeah. that's Everything the whole game, government. guys. The yeah. United States Incorporated. Yeah. Yeah. The District and, of Columbia. Yeah. It, 
Inc., you know, and, 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 and so what we call government is, is, is commerce. These are commercial entities, like all of the states, all of the cities, all of the counties with very few exceptions. I mean, I I think we've all driven around and every once in a while you'll see a a city or a town that's unincorporated, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's rare anymore. Um, There's definitely no states that are unincorporated, but you might every once in a while you find a town or a county or, or something that, that isn't. Um, And those are, you know, those, those are becoming more and more rare, but, but we are dealing what we call government are commercial corporations and a, a, a commercial corporate, a corporate entity only has one function. And that is to, it's, it's gotta be, you know, it self, it, everything is self-preservation. It, it only exists to keep existing, i.e. be profitable because it is a commercial entity. It exists on paper. So to, to, to expect corporate entities to behave with feeling or emotion or, or, or whatever is, is, is a little strange because pieces of paper, commercial entities don't have feelings. They only have math. And if, if the math doesn't play out that they are profitable, then they cease to exist. So any corporation, regardless of the humans that might be behind it, only have one objective, and that is to be profitable. And if you are, you can't govern um, from a profitability standpoint, you, you just can't. I mean, I, I mean you, don't, you don't govern your family based on profit. You know, you you govern your family based on based on love and concern and um, strategy that is going to keep your family safe and secure and and you know so, so you it we don't govern our families based on profit and 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 I would I would argue that you can't govern anything based on profit it it therefore it is all commerce and we we as individuals the the best we can do is is to one identify that it is that 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 is the playing field and that is what that's what is happening and then choose to participate on whatever level you want to participate um and and you know when i when i want to go into the jurisdiction of walmart i go into the jurisdiction of walmart and I know it's weird to think of it that way, but when you enter into a, you know a, a business, you're you're in their jurisdiction. And when I leave the jurisdiction of Walmart, I am no longer there. You know, so so I can come and go. I can use Walmart as a, as a, I I consent to my use of Walmart. You know, what I'm saying it's like when I want it, I walk in and I and I get what I need from them. And I am mindful of their rules and regulations and laws, if you will. You know, I don't go running through the store. I, I've ne- never streaked through the store <laughs> like that. You know, because that would be against their their, their laws, and, and I would be I would be asked to leave or maybe even you know held against my will. You know, i.e., you know that's what police do. And and so, just just it getting people to recognize that that is the playing field. It, we, we, we exist on a commercial playing field and long gone are the days. I mean, like I said, I've never lived a day in my life where, where I have actually encountered true government. It's all corporate government. 
it's so important that people learn about this stuff because how we interact with each other and we are, we're also, we can't consent to a lot of it because we're not even aware. So awareness, it, it, <laughs> you're nailing it. If you guys don't wake up and see the game that you're playing, am I standing on a chessboard or am I standing on a game of mousetrap board? Like, what are we actually playing? If you don't see that, if you can't perceive that, then you go to be that idea of Neo and the Matrix and Morpheus is telling him and guys, he never said this is a terrible Mandela effect, by the way. He never, ever, ever said the meme that you text each other. What if I told you everything you knew was a lie? Yeah. Morpheus never said it. It's not in the book. It's not in the splinter in your mind. He's describing for him the system, that idea. And he says, you've been placed in the worst type of prison, a prison yeah. that you can't touch or taste or smell or see. It's a prison for your mind. That's where we are folks yeah. our relationships are commercial and that that gets into i mean you go on some websites my website doesn't have this you know when you consent to go into the jurisdiction of a website there are so many websites they have things like mandatory arbitration agreements on there yeah. um or you can't sue them you're you you've entered into these agreements that you have no idea about um well, look, at, like, look at things like um remember you know there's there's always some um app flavor of the of, of the moment where everyone's using it remember pokemon go remember oh yeah and that <laughs> at the time that was one of the most aggressive user agreements anyone had ever seen i mean it was it was un if you go back and you read what you are consenting to and people put that on their their, their devices it was crazy until tiktok came along it paved pokemon go paved the way to tiktok Oh, and, and, and I mean, absolutely I, did. I don't think people realize when they, I mean, I know people, a lot of people don't realize there are, there are, there are a bunch that do, but your average normie walking down the street, just living, living their commercial corporate life, um, doesn't understand that. Like they put that thing on their, on their device and they just turned over the use of their camera, their microphone, access to their contacts, access to their keystrokes. You know, I mean, I mean, like and you people who have that app on their on their phones, they just if I Joe, if I, if I asked you, hey, hey, man, you know, I'd like to put a microphone in your house and I just want it just I'm just going to just leave it in your front room and just leave just leave it on. And I'm just I'm just going to listen. You know, it'll just it'll just be like, would, would you ever consent <laughs> to, to, to that agreement? I mean, of course you of course you would not. But look at like what people do when they put these these apps on their phone or or the, the whole Amazon Alexa thing blows my mind. I mean, if 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 you'd have told, you know, if, if you told <laughs> us, you know, like years ago, hey, guess what? Um, in, in in coming years, people are going to pay. It's, it's actually going to be positioned as a as a luxury are going to pay to be wiretapped. You know, and and low, we'd we'd have gone no. You know, that's that's, that's not a lot, that's crazy. lot of a lot of people give pushback on this, but guys, Alexa works the same way that your ears work. Your ears are on even while you're asleep. Your brain is processing those sounds. That's why you wake up if you hear a sound. You don't get turned on when you are triggered by a sound. That your ears are already working. So are Alexa's Alexa's for just think for the technology to work. It must be listening all the time. It's listening for 
a key phrase, but it's got to listen to everything for it's it even to be possible of, for it yeah. to hear the key phrase. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's literally. It, it is. It is a piece of software that sole purpose is to listen, to yep. listen, to listen and analyze towards whatever goal that the you know people deploying that software um, wish to do with the what it listens to and analyzes. I, I hate this question. Do you get this when I'm talking to people about stuff like this? They say, "Well, why would anyone want to?" It doesn't matter why it's in their user agreement. It was in Pokemon goes, it's in TikTok's agreement in their terms of service. It says that they will deploy a, a keystroke technology to log keystrokes. Why? Who the hell knows why? But they're <laughs> telling you they're going to yeah. do it because you're, they're asking you to grant permission. So the question of why would anyone do it is a moot point. Yeah. Well, again, would you, would you allow me to put a microphone in your house so that I, so just me it's you know, Joe I promise you, it's just me that's going to be listening how creepy oh, is that no of course you'd never agree to that and to the people that would go well why would anyone want to listen to me um I think that's kind of a naive um way to go about it let's just let, let's just contemplate for a minute um the recent PayPal um situation with it with their terms and user agreement when their they, accident <laughs> yeah, their, their accident that that a few weeks later they put back you know kind of, kind of low-key kind of slid it back in after everyone freaked out and said what you know what the heck but for those of you that that, that aren't familiar with that pay um, paypal and i'm paraphrasing this you can go find it yourself it's out there uh, paypal slid into their 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 terms that if you the paypal user are found by PayPal to be engaging in what they deem misinformation, which, you know, who, who decides what, what, what that is, that you can be fined, fined up to $2,500. Now, everyone that has PayPal, for the most part, has their PayPal hooked to their bank account. Now, when I had had, when I had PayPal, um, I never kept any money in my PayPal account. I just used it as a convenient pass-through to, to make purchases. Um, but if I was, you know, look at like what you and I do on a regular basis. W w this conversation right now could be deemed by PayPal to, to be misinformation and, and I could be fined $2,500, which I have zero in my, in, I, I don't have a PayPal account anymore, but I would have zero in my PayPal account but they have access to my bank and they, they could pull it out of my bank as a fine because I would be going against their user agreement, which I agreed to. And, and, and so it's not even to, to, for people to go, yeah, but why, why would they, you know, they can listen to me. I'm not hiding anything. It's not even about that. It's mm -hmm. you, you just by, 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 by taking part in and consenting to these devices, these listening and tracking device scenarios, you are putting yourself in, in a situation because you're agreeing to these things. These are, these are, uh, these are commercial agreements that there is a, a somewhere there is a piece of paper or an electronic document that has you going, yep, I agree to this. And so, you know, commercial agreements, can be pretty black and white. And it's like, if, if you agree to this and, and, and you did, cause you allowed it on your device or, you, you know, you, 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 you pressed that little blue agree button without reading what, what you're agreeing to, then, you know, PayPal could in fact find me $2,500 for even having this discussion on your show 
well, how, well, is PayPal listening to this show? No, but PayPal is is part of a larger conglomerate that has other brands in there that are listening to things. And so all they, it's, it, you know, it's all, at the end of the day, you know, people talk about a central database and it's like, you know, there's, they're not one central database. There's, there's many, many, many central databases based on whatever the purpose is for that data. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty certain that PayPal can, um, can partner with TikTok or whoever they want to. And in some cases, you know, they're owned by the exact same parent company. So they only have to partner, you know, if, if PayPal wants to listen, it'll listen, not by through PayPal, it'll listen through some of its affiliate companies, brother, sister companies, you know, you know, so, so it's, I don't know, for people to go, oh, you know, well, why would they want to listen to me? I'm not doing anything. I just, yeah, it's, 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 again, naive approach. You're just leaving yourself open to more shenanigans that are certainly coming down the pike. So speaking of shenanigans, uh, the control, the flow of information is an important part of this. So with this idea of corporatism, you know, it doesn't matter what news you're watching, if it's Fox or CNN, MSNBC, Newsmax, whatever. Uh, you've seen the memes, you've seen the reels. It's brought to you by some of the world's most powerful corporations. Um, so, so talk to us about that, that corporatism, that this, this kind of power transfer, because I was born into it. You know, I'm in my mid thirties. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, is this something that we can get back? I know exactly what you said. People are waking up to it. People are withdrawing their consent. Consent is something that you can, you know, take back at any time, especially once you realize what the game we're playing is. And you say, no, 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 no. I don't want to play that game. And this is not the legacy that I want to leave. I don't want my kids and my children's children's children to, to be playing this game because it's gotten worse and worse and worse over the last hundred years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talk to us about that. Well, the, cor the, the corporate structure, um, I, I, I'd like to kind of call it the, the, the church of the red and blue um, because it, it, you know, it is, it is a religion. Statism is a religion. It's got all the, the, the markings of a religion. There's a belief in a higher power. It requires submission and surrender to that higher power, um, granting them authority, uh, the, de the desire to be led. I mean, a lot of people really want to be led and controlled. You've got, um, and that involves hope and, and faith and, and your belief is giving you comfort and security. And, you know, there's even, you know, religious robes and ceremonies and chants and oaths and sacred text, all of that, you know, the, 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 it, it's very much a religion. And that, that religion, be it, uh, whether you're taking part of it, taking part in it as a Democrat or a Republican or whatever, you know, whatever, aisle of the church you're sitting in, um, I would say, I would ask anybody that believes in that, especially if you are, man, if you are 30 or older, do you have any examples of... Can be fined, sued into financial ruin, or even have your business shut down if you don't have the right verbiage on your website? Yeah, neither did I until I met Erica Kohlberg. Erica is a licensed practicing attorney who found a serious gap in the market. Firms like hers charge massive fees for simple legal document services. Erica knew there had to be a better way, and that's how Plug and Law was born. 
Plugin Law is the best solution for all your business's legal needs. They provide fill-in-the-blank legal templates to protect you, your business, and the people who depend on you most. With Plugin Law's legal bundle, you get a privacy policy, terms and conditions, and a legal disclaimer crafted by an attorney for the fraction of the price. Legal documentation preparation fees with your own lawyer can cost $500, $800, even $1,000 for a single document. A privacy policy alone comes in for an average of $500. Use my affiliate link to get Plugin Law's legal bundle for just $97. You could find an attorney and pay upwards of $1,500 for the same legal documents, but you're too smart for that. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and get the legal bundle for just $97. Right now, we're throwing in a free affiliate marketing legal guide. That's a savings of nearly $2,000. Don't miss out and risk everything you've built. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and protect your business, yourself, and your family. 30 or older, do you have any examples of red and blue making, are we healthier as a people? Like are things less expensive? Um, is, you know, are, are, are schools more efficient? Are, are we any less um, distracted or busy um, trying to earn a living? Are we more self-sufficient in any way? Like is, is, is anything better? Is our water better or food better? I, I just choked on my water where people couldn't see, but just hearing schools and efficient so close yeah. together in a sentence, that yeah. was, that was well, tough. Yeah. <laughs> so can, can anyone cite any, any, anything? And are, are we better in any of those areas? And, and of course the answer is, is, is no. So, all it's so easy to to just leave and and i think if if, if there's one big mantra that i that i'd love to get across is we have in our holsters our 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 one of the best most powerful weapons and it's simply just the power to say no just just saying it's okay to say no i say no all the time and I say it with love, grace, mercy, smile on my face. I'm not looking to, 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 to fight with people. But if I am asked to do something that I'm not comfortable with, it's very easy to say no. Um, and I'll give you a quick, quick example. I still, to this day, um, have not ever once put a mask on my face. I've never been tested. And I have not injected any chemicals into my body because some politician or corporation told me to do it. Um, and I, I also have not, I don't have any horror stories to tell you. I don't, I've never, I don't have any stories of, you know, Karen's coming up to me, you know, yelling at me for not wearing a mask. There was one situation and I was in a, I was in a medical center. My wife and I were in this medical center visiting a friend that was in there, unfortunately. And, uh, I was asked to put on a mask. And I just very politely said, no, thank you. And I followed that up with, I'll be happy to wait outside. And it was cold and rainy at the, at the time outside. And the lady goes, no, that's okay. And, and I just carried on. And, and, and that, that's, that's the, the closest thing to any sort of a confrontation that, that I've had since this whole nonsense started. And I've just simply just politely said no. 
and it's okay. And I've actually had people, I've had way, I, I haven't had any confrontations, but I've had a bunch of people just walk up to me, especially when we were in the thick of it, um, come up to me and just say, thank you. Appreciate you not doing that. And it made other people feel okay to take their masks off. You know, and, well, I and, can tell you that you're lucky because I've had a lot. I, I lived in Southern Maryland just outside of D.C. and now I'm in Northern Virginia just outside of D.C. Yeah. And I have some crazy stories from the COVID stupidness yeah. that went on. Uh, but we don't need to well, get well, but, yeah, but you, you are, you know, ge geographically, you are kind of in the thick of yeah. statist <laughs> Mindsets. Uh, I, you know, one of the things I love about the South, especially Middle Tennessee, is pound for pound, most people that you run into are are just generally pretty cool, uh, open-minded. Just you know, the whole, I don't know, the, the the historical, the South's racist, and I, I've I've never run into any of that, and I've I've lived. I've lived in Nashville. I've lived in, in the Atlanta area. I mean, I've been all, and I've toured all over the South. Like I, I know the South well, and I've, I see more, um, I see more examples of humans being awful to each other. Uh, definitely on the West coast. You know, I grew up in the Phoenix area and, and spent a lot of time in, you know, Southern California. So, you know, you go out there, I see people out there being, you know, pound for pound, just being awful to each other. You know, and and then in, in the area that you're in, there's there's a lot of statists in 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 in, in where you're living, and so um, I don't know, man. Again, that whole statism statism as a religion thing, I have never seen. I don't have any stories in my life of like Muslims giving me a hard time, or Jewish people giving me a hard time, or Buddhists giving me a hard time, or even Scientologists giving me a hard time. But I have all kinds of stories about statists. Oh, giving yeah. me a hard time about, about, about you know, not, not conforming. And you know, like, again, I've never had a Muslim come up to me and go, you know, you are, you know, for not following our, our religion and you're bad. And I've never had that. This never happened, but I've had, I've had statists um, get, get pretty, pretty in my face over things that um, first of all, they, they, they weren't welcomed into the conversation. They, they aggressively pushed their way, you know, onto my radar for, for, for various things, you know, what, be it in a social setting or, or whatever. And it's like, I've, I've never seen another religion behave as poorly as I, as I see statists behaving to others and to each other. One of the classic you know, call signs of statists is they're so bought in. They're so brainwashed by the religion of statism that they will put themselves in vulnerable situations just out of blind, devout mm -hmm. statism. An example of a, I, you know, I, I kind of built this brand as being an uncloseted conservative. So there's, there are thousands of images of me and videos of me and my MAGA hat, which one Ronald Reagan came up with make America great again, guys open a history book. It's good for your brain. Um, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll be out. And there was this one incident I was out at giant i was going to get ice cream or something who knows and this small young adult white girl like pushed her friends out of the way to get in my face and curse and scream and yell i was actually surprised that she didn't throw something or spit at me or anything and over over a hat just over uh yeah oh yeah it was, it was about the hat hmm. and i'm thinking about the statism of it all and i'm like 
this girl's probably four or like four eleven, five foot, maybe a hundred pounds. I'm six one, a hundred and ten pounds, military and law enforcement veteran. I'm a dangerous dude, and I'm almost always armed. I carry a weapon everywhere that I can lawfully carry a weapon. And I just thought about the incredible danger that she was willing to put herself <laughs> like, like what a situation. Like I would never, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm twice her size. I was twice her. That's me going up to Dwayne Johnson, the rock. But she wasn't, cursing him out. she wasn't operating on, on logic. She was operating on narcissism. Like it was it's so, it was so <laughs> important to her to get her point. She, you know, she felt entitled to come up and, and, and push her beliefs onto you. And how like, that is, again, it's so unattractive and there's, there is a, I, I, I'll just it's say it again. completely I, divorced from logic too. It just made no sense. Which, which, you know, I've, I've, I've used the, the word religion. Um, and there's, you know, there's a big debate on what the difference is between a, a religion and a cult. And, and I, you know, this is just me, but, in my experience, the difference is when um, when people are in a religion, they know it. When people are in a cult, they don't. And yeah. I would I would argue that there are <laughs> there are statists out there that are behaving like they are in a cult. You know, I mean, I mean, there there are definitely statists who who see it for the religion that it is, and those are the ones that want to control and and and. You know, to some extent, there are a lot of them want to be controlled, and there's more than enough in the room that will be happy to control them. And so, but but there there are a lot of statists walking around that like they don't even I, they're they're behaving more like like a cult member. And I would say that that example you gave of that young lady, that's someone who's behaving. Uh, first of all, she's behaving dangerously. You know, I mean, oh she, yeah, if you put she, my if you put me on a card and just read my biographical information and said, Hey, um, Hey, could I get you to go and curse this guy out? Just go and accost this guy. You'd read the card. You go, of course not. No, no, I'm not going to do that. But she sure. couldn't help. She was compelled. The cult compelled her action. Yeah. And, and what if, um, now she's a female. What if you, um, were a trans Yeah. What if, what if, what if you were <laughs> actually yeah, biologically a female, as a man, well, now it's you know now 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 you she would she, be a she wouldn't have done female it. twice her size. <laughs> she, she wouldn't have done it then. Boom. That, would, that would have been that would have been bad for her social credit score. Um, oh, yeah, you, get you a bad have to be some type one. of mathematician to be one of these people to keep track of all of the social credit. I ran through my um my intersectionality matrix at one point, and I found out that I'm actually an oppressor. I think I came up a negative one or two. Um, so in, in the CRT of it all, um, my oppressive points, I'm black. I'm from the hood, the wrong side of the tracks. My parents didn't, uh, one of my parents didn't graduate high school and took the GED test. And my parents oh, never went to school and blah, 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 raised in poverty. Oh, so, <laughs> so that stuff, right. But then it's like, I went to college and then I went to college again. So I have a master's degree, uh, I married the mother of my children. Actually, I married her and then she became the mother of my children. I'm a Christian and um, I have uh, whatever the the affluent signals like an attorney and a CPA. And so, anyway, so I came up as an oppressor. I'm like a negative two. I'm, I'm basically. Oh, and I'm, I'm 
yeah, straight married man or whatever. It, how, that's how, like negative. There you go. <laughs> I know it's nuts, <laughs> but, but, but you they know, do it, this math like on the fly. <laughs> yeah, but but the, even the whole idea of these scores and 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 I mean, like we, uh, there are a lot of us walking around collecting this these social credit points and whatever you know feel good emojis as if like we're playing some video game or something. And, and you know what? I, I, it kind of goes back. I felt this way early on in, 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 in school, like with certain tests, you know, like standardized tests. And it's like that test rates you based on some arbitrary set of, you know, facts and figures determined by someone else. So like, like if, if, if I put together what I would consider to be a general intelligence test and you were tasked with the same thing and you put together what you would consider to be a general intelligence test, um, we are both sound, kind, logical people. We'd probably have two awesome tests, but yours would be very different than mine and mine would be very different than yours. And so would the Joe Mobley test be any more accurate, uh, an accurate representation of intelligence than the John Gusty test? You know, and it's so, so these these scores and stuff, they're, they're, they're all at the, at the end of the day, they're all arbitrary and meaningless. I mean, they really they really are. You know, you know, you, you, well, they, you know, the best the, the, the test best. puts boundaries on the limits of education. Education should obviously be limitless, a limitless pursuit of knowledge and exploration. But a test, by definition, sets boundary lines. We have to stick to the scope of this test. It makes yeah. no sense at all. Yeah, well, that's the difference between, you know, being when when you ed, the word educate is an interesting word and uh, and you can find different definitions of it um, based on different dictionaries and the year of the dictionary. But at the the essence of the word educate is you are basically you're, you're taught the response. You're like, like here, I'm teaching you this and this is this is what this is what you think and this is what you this is what your response should be versus learning. Like you say, learning, being learned is different than being educated. Yeah. If you are learned, you, it it never stops. But if you are educated on a subject, especially through, uh, if you are educated by a commercial entity, thus then certified because certification is a commercial act. So, you know, if you are certified in a particular topic, um, by definition, that certification means that your your learning has stopped. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you were educated up to a certain point, and it's like, okay, now, now, Joe, now you now you are certified in this particular topic. When that topic, whatever it is, could be auto repair, could be, you know, law, whatever, that topic is so vast, all topics are so vast that you would never, you would never stop learning auto care. You'd never stop learning law. You know, so just just these again, these these commercial instruments, certifications and test scores and all of that, they're they they work against what learning and growing actually is. They're 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 just a timestamp at one particular point in time. Some commercial entity deemed you, Joe Mobley, to be certified and educated in something, you know, and it's like, but life life doesn't work like life doesn't stop because some certification comes into existence it's like you you just you you can keep learning on any subject daily for as long as you have a breath Mm -hmm. 
man, this is, uh, I wish we had more time. We could have, uh, I mean, I got to have you back because we can have you say, say deep, deep discussions. Yeah. <laughs> would, 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 would love to chat. This is, this is good stuff. And, and I think it's good for people to hear conversations just in general. The art of conversation is, 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 mm. is dying and, and it's, it's up to people like yourself. And, 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 and it's certainly a passion of mine to, to, to just keep the art of conversation going. It's okay to think differently. It's okay to ask questions and it's okay to say no. I mean, these are all things that like, you know, e even 20 years ago, most people didn't have to be told that, but today I think people are, a lot of people are scared to say no. They're scared to voice a, a, an opinion that goes against, you know, whatever the corporate narrative might be on anything. And, and, and that, that fear is, it's the same fear that, um, that it's where peer pressure comes from. You know, uh, you know, peer pressure didn't just stop at the schoolyard. I mean, peer, I mean, I'd say right now, you know, there's a lot of adults be, uh, behaving the way they do because of peer pressure. It's even more intense now than it was in third grade. Oh yeah. Uh, the peer pressure, the, the whole medical campaign was a peer pressure thing because you were making medical decisions. You were making decisions about taking or non-taking or doing or not doing things based on your ability to engage in some tasks that had nothing to do with medicine, like go and work in an office or yeah. be able to uh, sit in a movie theater or be able to take a train ride. And it's like, wait a minute. That's like Tylenol comes to me and says, oh, hey, you know, you got to file your taxes by uh, April 15th. <laughs> um, but if you want to file your taxes, you actually have to take uh, this uh, acetaminophen. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what does the one have to do how, with how the do other? Those dots. But, but you know, in, in, in that example, um, which is really easy to see. Like there were so many examples of that as, as the whole, you know, event 201 scamdemic narrative rolled out that like things just didn't, I, I mean, where, where, where did the counterculture go? The, like where, where did the people who, you know, <laughs> the rage against and, the machine became yeah, the machine. Well, now, yeah, now they're <laughs> raging with the machine. Uh, that is a bunch of Sony soy boys. At this point, I'm so disappointed in them. I'm that so would be a good shirt, Sony Soy Boys. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you had people who, you know, three, four years ago, you know, the whole, you know, my body, my choice, all of all, all of that. We've heard it a million times. <laughs> where, where, where did that sentiment go overnight? It those same people became compliant, just cult member behaving corporate slaves that just did whatever their their fondle slab told them to do you know or or, or or their you know cable news feed of choice you know just told them to do it and 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 i don't know anytime you've got the entire corporate structure all singing the same song making the same demands like yeah. doesn't that doesn't that in and of itself raise red flags for Anybody, yeah. you know, I mean, it did. It, 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 no, it's I don't called a clue, folks. It did. It did for a lot of us, but but there were a lot of us that it didn't. And and you know, I I actually uh, I'll leave you with 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 this this little story. I I actually witnessed with my own eyes in my local uh, grocery store. I watched two people, and I and I knew I knew them well enough to 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 to, to be able to make some assumptions. But um, I watched two women, one. One of them was given the other one a hard time because she had the audacity to be even considering she was holding a tomato and it was a non-organic 
to, uh, tomato, just a re regular store-bought tomato. And the other woman was giving her a hard time about it. He's like, well, I can't believe, you know, you, you know, you, you know enough, you know, to know you don't eat that garbage. It's GMO, blah, 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 blah. And, and the, the other woman was, you know, was, was, you know, they're kind of having a little, little, little fun bout back and forth. And I, I was kind of listening to it. And after that little jab was done, the woman that was giving the other woman a hard time about touching a non-GMO asked, she said, Hey, uh, she said, I got my booster yesterday. And, um, you know, <laughs> You, you get yours and, and it's like I, I just my my mind the toxins and the tomatoes a hard time about uh, having the audacity to fondle a non-gmo tomato and the next thing out of your mouth was you know you were bragging about you got your booster it's like you literally gmo'd yourself but you're giving your friend a hard time about touching a non god uh, again Oh. So but before you go, we, we got just a couple minutes. Uh, I, I want to just ask, because I'm really curious what, what your opinion for the way ahead is. We've got, you know, the government and the government is appearing to be this picture of authority, this kind of show of force. But when you peek behind the curtain, it's actually, you know, the food pyramid brought to you by General Mills and Kellogg mm -hmm. or like, yep. you yep. know, this brought to you by Pfizer, like whatever the messages are. So you peek behind the curtain. It's like, actually, that authority is just corporate America's authority. What can we do when once the message of hope like, hey, we can we can turn back time, we can get back on track and get control back from the governments is, is it or back from the corporations? Is it just the one word sentence? No. Just do we need a I, no revolution? Honestly, at the end of the day, I, I, I do think that it's that easy because we are watching with our own eyes, whether everyone wants to see it or not, we are watching these, these verticals, these corporate verticals crumble. And mathematically, especially the banking, you know, from the banking side of things, which touches all the other verticals, uh, all the other corporate verticals, the, the 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 banking system is done. I mean the 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 U.S. dollar and and all that it is tied to is is done. I I strongly believe that by the end of 2023, um, there will be uh, there's already such a push to go to some sort of digital, i.e., not real uh, currency. Um, I, I I would say. The best thing any of us can do is if you have a hundred dollars sitting in a bank um, somewhere, consider those to be digital credits that may or may not be there tomorrow. Um, take it out. It's better to have a hundred dollars cash. Turn that hundred dollars into something you can actually hold in your hand um, because that can't magically be taken away from you um, outside of a home invasion <laughs> robbery. But, you know, I mean, don't don't play the, the 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 digital money game um it's all it, it, they are crashing the the banking system on purpose um because they're, they're the math is done they 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 can't you know you can you can only kick the proverbial financial can down the road so far until the math just catches up with you the math has long since caught up with them and so you're seeing you're, you're seeing their infrastructure crumble. You're seeing the entertainment industry crumble. You're seeing the banking industry crumble. And I think that you're seeing, you're, you're seeing the, what we call the, the political government structure. You're seeing that crumble too. No, I don't think anyone 
I think it's we've gotten to the tipping point where the majority of the people don't care anymore. They just don't care. People, and and we all have different ways of not caring. I mean, I haven't cared about that structure for a long time. So, but but I've been busy setting myself up so that when that inevitable crumble happens, and it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be one big, you know day thing it's gonna it's, ha it's happening now it's just coming apart in pieces i want to make sure that you know i can I, I can get my own water i can get my own meat i can get my own produce i can get my own dairy i can get my own power i can get my whatever whatever it is that i need um i'm just working towards being able to be as self-sufficient as i possibly can um, for, for myself and my family and, and, and those around me. Uh, and, and I, I see neighbor neighborhood and areas like the one I live in. A lot of people are, are, are already thinking that way. And you know what? We existed as humans just fine for many, 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 many years before the corporate structure was there. And, um, every other life form uh, that, that I know of exists just fine without, a corporate structure and you know chickens still lay eggs dogs still bark birds still fly trees still grow you know they life life continues and life does not need a corporate structure to continue and so um we've been programmed to think of this structure as being the most important thing um, in our in our lives, and my gosh, we we have to have you know we have to we have to have rule. We have to have or it'd be chaos. It's like, do birds have chaos? Do you know dogs have chaos? Do trees have chaos? Do fish have chaos? Life life no. works. life that all works. There 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 is there there is a, a a way that it it works out. And so I don't look ahead and I'm not afraid at all. I, I, people, I've watched a lot of people, a lot of good people spend a lot of um, valuable time trying to fight it and change it from inside. I, I think that's like getting mad at a porn store or an adult bookstore in your area. And, and, and the way you're going to go about um, getting that, <laughs> get a job there and you're going to change it from inside. You're going to turn it into a sushi restaurant or something. It's like, no, you're not. You're, you know, you're, you're going to be a, a, a slave to that porn store until you stop working for them. And, 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 and the best thing you can do is just ignore them. Don't go in, you know, you, you don't have, you don't have to go in that porn store. Don't, don't spend the rest of your life trying to shut it down. Just, just ignore it. And, and if enough people ignore it, it will go away because it, it's a commercial entity and it needs to survive. And, and the thing it needs to survive is profit. And so the more of us that just ignore this structure, it, it, it thrives on our attention. It thrives on, on our input. And if we just take our attention away and turn it elsewhere, anywhere other than them, I, I, I think the, 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 the end of them is near. We will see it in our lifetime. I think we will see it in the next, I think we'll see it significantly this year. I think 2023 is going to be a very, very interesting year. And a lot of things are, are, are going, life is going to be real different on the other side of of uh the, the next couple of months i i, I think that, that you're gonna you, there's there's some interesting days ahead my friend all right well john gusty thanks for being on the show tell people where they can follow you learn more about what you got going on and we will leave it there uh i would 
Man, go go to theredpillrevolution.com. Um, and if you go to theredpillrevolution.com forward slash guide, we put together this. It's the uh, anti-dependency guide. It's a free guide. There's no sales pitch. We're not trying to sell anything. It's just 10 aspects of life that anyone can take control of and they're easy things to do. And, um, and you know, everything from water, light, EMF, grounding, healthcare, sourcing. We talk about physical goods versus digital media, commercial versus private. And uh, there's a last section is on consent. This is full of like real tips and suggestions that anyone can do to just take back a little more control of your life than you may have currently. Awesome. So some people might've missed the price. That's the free book. Go to the website, theredpillrevolution.com slash guide. Guys, these links are going to be in the description notes for this podcast. We're really pushing podcasts, especially after getting canceled off of YouTube. So while you're there on the podcast, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any podcast. You just open up the app on your phone, whatever app you use, whatever phone you use. Type the Joe Mobley Show and it'll take you to the podcast while you're there. Rate and review the show and don't just be a shameless fan. Tell us something that you learned, something that meant something to you from what John shared today. Uh, And if you do that in your review, then you'll be entered in to the monthly drawing to win an autographed book, guys. So not this book. This book is free. It's anti-dependency. It's at the redpillrevolution.com slash guide. Uh, But if you want to get an autographed copy of a book from me, one of the books that I uh, you know, the first year of the podcast, we collected book recommendations from every guest. It was a kind of a thing. And some of you knew that I was going to do something with those. Well, now we're in our third year. We are doing something with those books. Hey, I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to throw some uh, Red Pill Revolution books your way for that very purpose. So um, we, can, we can talk off air. And if, you, if you're interested, let me know where to send them. Oh, absolutely. So there you go, guys. To get those books, those hard copies of books delivered from the show as a gift, you got to tell us something that you liked, something that meant something to you from this interview. Tell us in the form of a review on the podcast. I hope you guys have an awesome week. We'll see you next time. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.